much more fun. efficient. Just, that's why people do it's rehearsals. Like the early days of Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Actually. <laughs> All good? Yeah. Great. Hello and welcome to another episode of Media Snack Meets. Today I'm joined by Francis Ralston Good, who's the CEO in the UK for Hearts and Science, which is the newest Omnicom agency, correct? That's correct, yeah, we're a global network, yeah. Good, so tell us about Hearts and Science, because there's, there's a great kind of mystery, right, around, yeah. around this business. Um, what is there to tell about Hearts and Science? So. Um, Hearts and Science is a global, the third global network from OMG Group. Mm -hmm. um, but what uh, excites me about it is it's about audiences, plain and simple. So um, understanding them, what they do, how they behave, how clients can gain advantage from understanding their audience better than their competitors do. Mm -hmm. um, bringing that to bear across the whole marketing mix, um, including media. Yeah. Um, so, f so for me, um, it's very exciting because over. 20 years in, in media, you, you see these new environments um, evolving and now we've come to realise those are fabulous insight um, sources, not just environments to place advertising. So mm -hmm. for us, um, it feels a bit like there's a whole landscape of new news about customers that we can unearth. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty exciting actually. Yeah. And how long, how long have you been launched in the UK? Um, we've been going for about eight months. Mm -hmm. um, we have been, I guess, soft launch is the way that you would put it, because a lot of our capability requires um, deep kind of technology um, and, uh, and data, data capability so that we can bring simple solutions to bear, but yeah. it's quite a lot of heavy lifting involved, so we needed to make sure that was all fully operational before we push out fully yeah. into the UK market. Um, but we're, we're really fractioned now. Good. And People might have, maybe when they first heard about Hearts and Science, was in the US yeah. because it was it became very famous very quickly mm. for winning Procter and Gamble's media assignments in yeah. the whole of the US, right? Yeah. In a kind of yeah. spectacular steal away from yeah. publicists at the time. Um, I mean, how's the UK? What's so? What's what's the? Is is it the same proposition that's being kind of rolled out into the UK? Yeah. And um, uh, you know, what what is this something that's been kind of exported? What what's the relationship between the kind of the US business and the UK? Um, we are well, we are absolutely the same business. We are founded on a common philosophy, um, and the the thing about it actually, and talking to you, I've come to realise this now, is the flexibility of it. Um, so in terms of the, the single guiding principle is understanding audiences across mm -hmm. all channels. Um, and then it's effectively up to you in, in your market or as even as an individual planner how to, how to make that happen. And um, the data and technology specialists are there to unlock that insight. So as long as you are uncovering new insight around audiences, mm -hmm. as long as you're uh, uncovering um, the truth of behaviours uh, amongst audiences that clients are interested in or could potentially be interested in, then you're, you're doing your job at Hearts and Science. Mm -hmm. um, and the other kind of practical thing that underpins that is everything that we do, all the coding that we develop is shared instantly globally. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's portable because we're based on algorithms and um, mathematics you can send that to any market. Mm. You can have a discussion with the guys in the Nordics or Germany or the US, um, anywhere where we have a capability. Um, uh, and it's a common language. It's, mm. it's, you know, it's the language of maths, you could argue, or not on a kind of um, technical level, yeah. but um, on an emotional level, it's, it's the language of audiences. So yeah. um, that's our currency. And as CEO then, how, 
how do you because that's quite technical mm. stuff, mm. right? And mm. and uh, you know we talk quite a lot on Media Snack about you know the complexity of media and often agencies kind of making things really complicated and yeah. that's sometimes overwhelming for marketers. Not because yeah. they don't get it, they just sometimes just you know lose yeah. their patience with it. Frankly, yeah. Yeah. how do you balance that? So you're very kind of technical, data savvy. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps even quite a nerdy, back, you know, back, nice, back right. the back of the the agency, if you like, yeah. or back, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, as CEO, how do you then bring marketers into into that and and make it accessible and simple and all that kind yeah. of stuff that they really want? Yeah. Well, you know, to use something that feels quite hackneyed, um, it's the day in life, isn't it? But it's a true picture of that. Mm. So that's the way that you make it accessible and easy and straightforward is you can compare and contrast the people's everyday lives and interactions with a brand or a service or whatever you want to call it versus what it should be or what it could be and when you put it in those terms it becomes very very straightforward Um, and then when clients want to know how it's possible um, that's when you get into the into the nerdy technology bit Mm. but you're right we are quite nerdy we do love it so um, we have to keep reiterating um, what do you know that's different around the consumer, how can you offer advantage to the client and focus on that resolutely. Mm. Um, you know, people get fascinated by their own complexity, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Are you looking at me then? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, and how is this different? Because, you know, again, when, you know, the launch two years ago now, right, when yeah. P&G shifted their business and they got yeah. a lot of attention, it was kind of being... Was held up as being somewhat, you know, maybe a future model for media agencies, and yeah. perhaps you know, with P and G's endorsement of or implied endorsement or maybe explicit endorsement of that, and subsequently then AT and T and other businesses in the US, um, is this the future of media agencies? Is that kind of what it feels like? Do you, does it feel distinctly different? Because you've worked at, at other yeah. agencies as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the future of marketing. I don't think it's the future of media. Mm. Um, I mean, is as well, but um, for me, the fact that um, media environments offer insight that affects the management of the brand um, and affect the way that brands are perceived and reacted to by consumers is the opportunity. Mm. Um, that also enables you to do a much better job of media planning and buying as well, because you understand the, the relative value, if you like, of a placement or a context or a reaction. And um, ultimately, you can use that to change your media schedule or to understand the value of a spot in a different way than the broadcaster does, which mm. is also a massive advantage to clients. So I absolutely believe it's the future of, of um, brand management, I guess, mm. or business business management. Um, I can see um, I can see how this would be relevant in a boardroom. I, I can I can see how um, telling. Um, a, a CEO the truth of how a credit card is actually being used by its consumer base is a value yeah. um, and then alongside that how that's then utilized to optimize a media schedule or decide whether or not you should create content versus making an advert or change your CRM approach is, is valuable yeah. so um, that's 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 what we're in to do and I think I think that's what P&G see honestly mm. and I think that's what AT&T see as well um, it's integration, um, it's about uh, the flow of information at the end of the day, being geeky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the flow of information about customers and potential customers and how you can manage that. Mm. 
And as you grow, when you're staffing up, where, where, are, you, are, you, are, you, where are you pulling people from? Is that just from inside the group? Are you hiring from other media yeah. agencies or uh, different skill sets? Um, the, the most, well, the most important thing is um, the attitude as always, isn't it? It's uh, people who are free thinking and want to um, investigate their hunches. You know, it's kind of common sense in a way, isn't it? To say, I don't want to look at just TGI, I want to look into what someone's actually been purchasing, purchasing through Yahoo and mm -hmm. how can I do that? And if you're in an environment that doesn't allow you to do that, then come find an environment that does allow you to do that, mm -hmm. which is ours. Um, we obviously hire a lot of um, marketing scientists, um, guys that statisticians, guys that can write algorithms, guys that can create simple interfaces that either our guys can use or we could literally just give to clients. So mm -hmm. we do actually build almost like software as a service as well. So if clients want tools where they can put in their um, data and read it for themselves, they can do that. So. Um, we're all about facilitation, so I need to hire people that can facilitate yeah. my people as well as, as clients, and then the guys in the room, brilliant. Media people, brilliant. CRM people, brilliant. Account planners, brilliant. I'll have all of them. Um, we just want to come up with better ideas and solutions. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you for popping by. Best of luck Pleasure. with it. I know it's a still kind of early days. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, best of luck, and uh, thanks for joining us on oh, Thank you. Cool. Cool. Cheers.